Hello, my name is Jillian. My name is Yolanda, and welcome to The The Pemberley Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Pemberley Podcast. Before we jump into these episodes, we do want to update you on a new development for this podcast, a new opportunity for you to enjoy even more content. So we have decided to launch a Patreon page. Patreon, in case you don't know, is a way for listeners, fans to support the podcast. Exactly. And we're really excited because sort of to incentivize donating to the podcast just so that we can maintain our equipment and web space. Uh, We have some pretty exciting perks that we're offering for donations. One of the perks includes a bonus audio podcast every month, and another is exclusive behind-the-scenes videos, which we will start making should you choose that perk. Yeah, ever wonder what we look like? Now's your chance to find (laughs) out. Exactly. I mean, there's pictures of us on our WordPress page, but in case you want to see those faces move, (laughs) then boy, howdy, are you going to love this? And I'm actually excited. As exciting as the videos are, I'm sort of even more excited for people to get bonus audio because you edit, I mean, we just talk and talk and talk and talk and just to keep our podcast about 30 minutes and to keep the conversation flowing. There's a lot that you cut out. Plus, sometimes we get random noises that we need to pause for, which has gone down, thank God. But yeah, sometimes we kind of go down the rabbit hole with references and we think maybe people don't need to learn so much about John Mulaney's stand-up and they can just watch it on their own. Maybe people don't care about The Bachelor and we should stop talking about who we like and hate and who we're rooting for. Anyway, we definitely, there's a lot that you don't hear and this would be your opportunity to really hear a lot about what we go on and on about behind the scenes. And through either the audio or videos, you can just find out more about us and get to know us more too. Because on this podcast, we focus on the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, so if you want to get to know us more, those perks would be a great way to do that. We're very interesting people. (laughs) (laughs) We try. So by the time this podcast goes up, our Patreon page will have launched. You can go to patreon.com slash thepemberly and check it out. It's pretty cool. Speaking of cool, we've been sitting on this for some time, but we're really excited to announce that... We have interviewed Hank Green about his experience making the Lizzie Bennett Diaries, and that will be airing very soon. Even as we record this, we're not sure if we're it's going to happen. We're crossing our fingers that it's actually going to happen yeah. this weekend. A be- date has been set, a time. We were just so floored because, I mean, Yolanda, you and I have had conversations about what if Hank saw this and we really expected it to be maybe something he saw and it was just so generous of him to acknowledge it in a tweet and then to follow us and then he reached out to us and he said he'd love to be a guest and you can't say no to that because that's just the greatest opportunity ever. It really was one of those guests that I thought this may not happen until like toward the end of the show like if we're lucky. Yeah. But for it to be happening now (laughs) and and for him to have like even considered it an option to be willing to be a guest is pretty awesome right because hank i mean he didn't just create the lizzie bennett he does so much he's like i like to think of him as like the oprah of the internet community (laughs) like oprah of the internet nerd fighter community and for 
him to say, you're one of my favorite things. I mean, he hasn't said that. Oh my gosh, are we a favorite? No, <laughs> one oh of my Hank gosh, Green's favorite things? I mean, he hasn't said anything like that. But sure. let's just say that uh, if Hank Green had a list of his favorite things, I would like to think that we're good enough to be towards the bottom of that list. <laughs> I mean, Oprah provides a lot of jobs. Hank Green provides a lot of jobs. Mm-hmm. I can see the similarities. <laughs> Brings a lot of joy to the world. He does. Is a mogul in his own right. He's you know? throwing, you know, VidCons International. You get a VidCon. You, you get, get a VidCon. <laughs> Everyone gets VidCon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so much wouldn't exist if it weren't for his perseverance and his presence on the internet. And we're just so thankful that he's really brought this community of awesome people together. A lot of ways it brought us together. Would we even know each other if it weren't for Hank Green? We would have just been going to the same Barnes & Noble for years, never meeting. <laughs> I could go on a whole tangent of how, like, Nerdfighteria is really how I know so many people and why I love so many different things. That's, a, I guess, a story for another time, because really, it goes deep. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, same. Let's jump right into episode 27, Welcome to Netherfield, written by Bernie Sue. We are officially out of Lizzie's house. We are in a new location. We're in Netherfield. I just want to take a second to acknowledge the fact that I can't believe we're 17 episodes in. I feel like we just started this and already we're over a quarter of the way done with the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. I keep feeling like, oh yeah, we're like, we still have like a year to go, but I don't know how much longer we, I mean, we, we still have a while, but. We've just been steamrolling through these in a yeah. good way. I mean, and this is a really exciting episode because we meet more people. Oh my gosh, we spent so many episodes. We were in the desert. <laughs> we now. were lost and now we're found. Yes. Uh, so many people we heard about and finally we get to meet them. These two episodes are pretty jam-packed with a lot of new content and moving the story forward. But sticking with episode 27. Welcome to Netherfield. Yes. Lizzie has officially moved in and Jane is there and she's happy that she's going to get to spend more time with Jane. But now she's also under the same roof as Darcy. <sighs> I'm glad you broached that subject because for what felt like a really long time, this was the Lizzie Bennet bashing on Darcy diaries. And we've had a real Darcy dry spell. We just haven't heard anything about him. Finally, we are hearing about him again. Not pleasant things, but we're hearing about him. We're barely getting a mention of him. It's really just like a teaser. And the bad. I'm living under the same roof as... Darcy. But yeah. there there haven't been any real interactions. No specifics. I don't think. Like, they haven't, like, run into, into each other in the hallway and Lizzie's in, like, her bathrobe or something and it's, like, a scandal. Uh, <laughs> Alert the church elders. Yes. I love the recap that Lizzie gives us at the beginning of the episode where she's like, let's recap. First, Bing moved here and then uh, mom had a dozen good panics. Then Bing met Jane. Jane met Bing. I met Darcy. <sighs> and then mom made Jane and I homeless. And then we moved in here. It serves a reminder that as exciting as the series is and as much as we love everything that happens, not much has happened. People have just met other people and have kind of started dating off camera. Yeah, and I wonder if that is due to the fact that they weren't sure how far the series was going to be able to go. Uh-huh. Like they 
weren't casting these people because they didn't know if like they would financially be able to continue with the series. Right, because let's not forget that originally Hank only funded 24 episodes. So I think a big reason we were only hearing about these characters is because they weren't sure if they could even continue with the series afterwards and they couldn't spend the money on actors and etc. Location. And we're officially past that point. Hence the flood of new characters. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's important to look at the historical context behind why we're meeting everyone right now. Exactly. But Lizzie's pretty much just having a staycation, you know? She's done with school, and she's away from her family, but in her hometown, in this big, beautiful mansion with her favoriteest sister, uh, her least favorite person, but her favorite sister has her boo thing all the time. And we get that great quote about Darcy... In which Lizzie says, I feel so sorry for the poor woman that ends up stuck with that douchebag for life. I specifically wrote that down because that's a teaser. We were all, we we all pointed at that. We're like, ah, you're the sucker. You're you're the one. So we we knew that. It'll be funny to look back at the very end of the series like, that was you, silly goose. Speaking of silly geese. (laughs) I think that's the first time anyone's ever said that sentence. Sure. Um, We get to meet Caroline Lee. Which was a a surprise to, I mean, not just to us as the audience, but to Lizzie and Jane. (laughs) I mean, everyone was clamoring. Yeah. Well, yeah, the audience was clamoring to meet Bing and we get Caroline instead, who unexpectedly surprises our heroines. Yes. And Lizzie does that thing where I guess... If you're caught recording and you don't mean to be recording, she stands and like covers the camera like, you didn't see anything. What There's you, no camera. What does she think she's hiding, you know? <laughs> like, it's know. weird that she does this anyway. I think we should address the Caroline issue. I don't trust her. I don't trust her. She's not here to make friends. And Lizzie thinks that she is because she feels bad for getting caught in the act because she's been guilted. Caroline does immediately come off as devious, and I think that's to the great acting of Jessica Andrus, mm-hmm. because she plays it so well like a mean girl, but like trying to pretend to be Lizzie's best friend, mm-hmm. but then catching Lizzie in this lie, that's like a huge shocker to everyone. And I also want you to know, because we're friends, you shouldn't feel the need to lie to me. Oh, but I'm not lying. My name is Lizzie Bennett, and this is my life. Um, you've seen them? First she comes in and everyone loses it because it's like, ah, she's so pretty, I can't look right at her. It's like the sun. And then she reveals big sort of bomb for Lizzie, but I want to talk about this, that she has been watching the videos since the beginning. She knows everything. She knows every opinion about that she's had about her. She saw Charlotte's impression of her. She saw all of this stuff and she's like, but it's okay. I still want to be your friend. I still want you to make these videos, even though let's all agree it would be devastating if Darcy or Bing saw any of these. But keep making them. Keep just be a video factory. Turn them out. Yeah. And I'll keep your little secret. Why? She does this thing where she wants Lizzie to lie to her face just so she can catch her in that lie. And so... Lizzie then feels like she owes it to Caroline to make it up to her and to like feel like, oh, I'm not worthy. I'm humbled by by and cowering in fear of you. She really kowtows to Caroline. Yeah. And she, 
Lizzie, short, yeah, Lizzie just like is like with her tail between her legs and sort of like kind of backing away, like, oh, I'm so sorry. And Caroline's like, don't worry, like they'll never find out. But you're like, that's gonna be blackmail, and you know it. Yeah. <laughs> so no, I mean, I mean, we should like talk about how devious this is because Lizzie is the party who is in the wrong here. Mm-hmm. She has been publicly bashing Darcy and airing all of her opinions about Jane and Bing's relationship, changing no names, okay? I know. She's putting this on the internet, and then she is shocked, shocked that Caroline found these videos labeled with her name, you know? I wonder (laughs) if Caroline found it because she was searching Lizzie's name or if because she was just so narcissistic, she was just searching her own name and like or Darcy's what, name. Yeah, and what came up, of course, Lizzie Bennet Diary. She's like, who is this girl? My theory is that because think about it, we didn't. She didn't start making these videos until after she met Darcy. Like meeting Darcy, video blog. Yeah, I think she saw Darcy stare at this townie, and she's like, what does he see in her? And so she immediately goes into cyber-stalking mode, as any rational person would do. And she comes across, oh, the Lizzie Bennet Diaries. How convenient. She watches Lizzie dump out all this crap on all these people in her circle. And then she makes her feel guilty Mm -hmm. about getting caught and having these opinions. And she says, no, I like you in spite of these opinions. (laughs) You're compelling. Ugh. What a way to suck up to a writer. Yeah. You're compelling. She spin that so well. Keep making these videos. It would be terrible if it got out. I'll protect you. She's like the mafia. <laughs> That's what is. they do. They're like, oh, it would be a shame if something were to happen to you and your family. <laughs> and your sister's relationship with my brother. Exactly, she does. You. She brings that up. She threatens, she brings in the threat of Bing and Jane's relationship that it could end because of these videos. Mm-hmm. And Lizzie even says like, you know what, I'll, I'm going to stop immediately. And that's when Caroline kind of says like, you're compelling, you're wonderful, like keep going. But why doesn't Lizzie just stop after realizing, after having this sort of wake up call of how seriously damaging these videos could be? Yeah. Why doesn't she stop? She's an idiot. <laughs> she's a smart girl, but she's such an idiot that she's like using real names and she's throwing shade online. Yeah. Getting caught in the act. And then she doesn't stop or delete anything or put anything on private. I That's know. when you take away the evidence. You know yeah, what? You exactly. can't show anyone a video blog that doesn't exist. Make a regular blog. Change the names. Change the everything. <laughs> she couldn't have even like afterward been like, so this guy... Marcy was awful to me. And are you trying to think of another word that rhymes with key? I don't know. The keys are horrible. Oh, hilarious. Oh yeah. And we we know from the book that Caroline is up to no good. Because at this point in the novel when Jane is sick and Lizzie's just hanging out, taking care of her sister, and she leaves the room, Caroline's like, Did you see her hem? Six inches deep in mud. She is so ostentatious about her independence. She's like flaunting it. No respectable girl flaunts her independence. You know, like Hmm. she's like, oh, Lizzie, it's so great to see you. But she's so, you know, just like bashing her, especially to Darcy. Yeah. 
it's really a hostage situation by the end of this. Like, Jane has fled the scene. <laughs> Jane is nowhere to be found after Caroline enters the room. Mm-mm. And Lizzie's like, wow, that's you're so nice. That's really nice of you. Lies. Lies upon more lies. I mean, there is a part of that conversation that was cut out because Lizzie stopped recording. We don't know what happened between Caroline walking in, Jane leaving, and Caroline saying, like, no, I'll be on camera. There's like, something very frightening about that. It's like, no, you know what? Let's continue this conversation on tape. I'd prefer it, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like when you call customer service and they, like, let you know that they're going to be recording this. Yeah, sure. Like, part of you thinks, like, oh, better watch what I said, you know? Yeah. Like, there's evidence. There's there's something about her wanting a paper trail oh, that's she really sketchy. she wanted to see. She wants to be able to replay the moment Lizzie's life flashes before her eyes. <laughs> that's really it. <laughs> You know how an Emma approved, she's like, I'm documenting my greatness. This is Caroline, like, thinking she's documenting her own greatness. Like, watch Ooh. me trap that Lizzie Bennet in her lies. And again, with Lizzie backtracking, she even says to Caroline, like, I'm so sorry for misjudging you. Like, you are wonderful. And Caroline weirdly has no response. She's not like, oh, it's okay. Like, we all do it. Blah, blah, blah. It's just like this weird pause. Caroline knows how to use her words. She does. I feel like in her case, the less she says, the more Lizzie just like barfs apologies. Yeah. So we will carry that, that perspective into episode 28. Meeting Bingley, written by Margaret Dunlap. This is a very different episode. It's kind of a juxtaposition from the hostage situation that we just left in episode 27. I mean, we see the very, very different siblings of the Lee family, Caroline, and now meeting Bing, who is the complete opposite of his sister. He's such a dreamboat. (laughs) They got a hunky dude who's really adorable and has a great sense of humor medical student he's like not real he's just not real i mean like i know i know christopher sean is real but bing lee this character is like i mean well done to the writer margaret dunlap for great dialogue because like it was cheesy wonderful goodness it was a big cheese puff yes (laughs) that's what he is he's just a big cheesy cheese puff uh, it got a little morbid there talking about death. Yes. Because it's so funny. Like, we, there's not a lot of Lizzie in this episode. She's like, aha, I found something and I wasn't going to show it, but now I'm going to show it. You're welcome. Right. So uh, initially, Lizzie finally has learned her lesson. She's like trying to keep her voice down. Doesn't want Caroline to walk in on her again. Because she's just going to put this on the internet later. Right. Oh, so dumb. Now Lizzie decides to start being careful about how and when she records Mm -hmm. but the reason jane's even recording is that lizzie tells her oh you want to feel better so make a video letter to charlotte you know her bff charlotte let's talk about this because i know this really bothered you it kind of it kind of bothers me but it really bothered you it didn't bother me i mean when i first watched it like i just thought oh this makes sense but now we're we're going back and we're analyzing it sure i get why in the narrative they need this but realistically Mm -hmm. this doesn't make any sense yeah because basically jane is sick which okay 
she's not that sick, obviously, because yes. she's still so darn pretty. I know. Basically, I think to pull off the sick look, they were like, uh, let's not give Laura Spencer any mascara. Exactly. And a little bit of blush. And that's sick. Like, and so. I think many women go through that where they're like, maybe don't wear makeup for a day. And suddenly everyone's like, oh, are you feeling okay? You look <laughs> sick. You're not wearing makeup. Yeah, this is my face. Yeah, this exactly. is my well 100% face. <laughs> So sad. No apologies. <laughs> so she, Jane, is creating video letters for Charlotte, which she's friends with Charlotte, but she's Lizzie's best friend. Like, yeah. what does she have to say in a video letter that she can't say in a text message or a phone call or a Skype call or literally anything else? Skype would have been the easiest way uh-huh. to communicate because now... She's recording a video letter. She's going to send it to Charlotte. Is it going to be a surprise to Charlotte? Does Charlotte have to edit? The- Charlotte has to edit her own video oh letter. God. I was just thinking about that. When you set up a camera, it means that you have to import footage. It means that you've got to edit the footage. It means that it is now a file that is a certain amount of size that needs to be sent via email. No one has time for that. The whole point of a letter is to get a response, Okay. If Jane wanted, I'm sure, like, the Lees have beautiful stationery she could have used. There's so many methods that she could have gotten into contact with Charlotte. And, okay, why couldn't she have just contacted Lydia, you know, her sister, if she was (laughs) feeling bad? I know. The point is, it's a really good thing that Jane was doing this for real, because Bing walks in. And there's just no way that Jane would have, like tried to lie about it and then gotten away with it. Basically, it's as if the last uh, episode never even happened because you would have just seen all the videos. Right. They would have been exposed. Jane is a horrible spy. So however we got here, we get to the point that Bing Lee walks in. Hi. What are you doing up here all alone? Um, I was just recording a video letter to Charlotte. Oh, hey, Charlotte. Um, you should come visit poor Jane while she's sick. Look how her sister abandoned her. And he's adorable. He's such a good boyfriend. He's- are they? Are they boyfriend girlfriend? Well, if that's not boyfriend girlfriend like behavior, I don't know what <laughs> is Yolanda. Didn't didn't you see true love in that little interaction where he's like, "Oh, you only have what was it like seventy or eighty years to live?" Yeah, that was kind of generous. That was- <laughs> I hate She's to got be that- fifty tops. <laughs> fifty tops. That's. Sad. <laughs> anyway, something that I found really interesting about the whole Charlotte video letter thing is that originally Pride and Prejudice was written as an epistolary novel, which is basically a novel in the format is letters. You just write the characters, write letters back and forth, and that's the novel. And okay. it was called First Impressions. And that was like the very early draft of Pride and Prejudice. So it's interesting here that we're seeing letter writing, vlogging, or whatever as kind of the main point of communication between these characters now. Sure, because as we all know, that Pride and Prejudice is told through an omniscient narrator. Mm-hmm. And had Jane Austen chosen to publish this story through those letters, this would have been that first-person narrator story. The more I think about it, consider this. Are vlogs not a form of letter writing? Because we don't have any third person narrator like we do in Pride and Prejudice. We've got the Lizzie Bennet diaries. 
a diary is it's like a letter to your it's a letter to her viewers yeah that's you could argue that's all vlogs it's really someone writing a letter to just whoever will watch and it's just so happens to be sometimes people have millions of people (laughs) watching and that's just like an open letter to all those people perhaps one could make the argument that the lizzie bennett diaries is not actually a modern day adaptation of pride and prejudice the Lizzie Bennet Diaries is, in fact, a modern-day adaptation of First Impressions, the original epistolary draft of this novel. Ooh, that could be interesting. Fascinating. You guys didn't see that coming. <laughs> you were here for the the hunky dude, and I just just dropped some knowledge. <laughs> so I, I, I don't. I didn't know much about epistolary novels before you had mentioned it. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know if that's been compared uh, or or analyzed in respect to this web series. Right. As far as really with, because of like, there's so many other vlog adaptations of classic novels, that could easily be said for all of those kind of stories too. Exactly. Yeah. And I mean, epistolary novels, that's a style that sure. was very popular around the time that Jane Austen was publishing her books. It's less popular now. Yeah. But, like, you can see it. Like, uh, you know, think about it like if you were to receive a letter from your friend, like, hi, here's what's going on in my life, and here's all the people in it. That's essentially yeah. what Lizzie's doing. Email chains, that mm. sort of thing that <laughs> you have with your friends. Email chains. It's called a group chat. Or, yeah, <laughs> Facebook Messenger, whatever. Yeah. Letters look very different. But it's the same sentiment. There's really, like, so much we could say about how adorable Bingley is and how perfect they are for each other. Yeah. <laughs> like they have just found their soulmates. If you believe in soulmates, they're soulmates. Yeah. Cause they get along. They just have very similar temperaments and he's just such a nice guy. And he just like wants to make sure that Jane is okay. And she, she lets him in, you know? Yeah. I think that she's someone who doesn't do that a lot. And he's very, his charm is very disarming. She does she seems to be like less guarded in front of the camera when he's there mm-hmm. versus when she is kind of like with Lizzie? She's a little unsure. She's like, "Are you sure you want me to be in the shot?" Yeah. And now that it's just kind of her and Bing. Granted, she doesn't know that this video letter is going to be part of the Lizzie Bennet diary. She thinks mm-hmm. this video letter video letters for Charlotte's eyes only. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's also why she's a little less guarded. You I know, mean, her private even... letter to the world. Well, exactly, and, and like. That's actually a really good point because normally when she's on, it's she's just, I mean, remember Charlotte's The Many Moods of Jane Bennett. It's like, oh, hi, it's so good to see you. Like, she's just generally very generous to people. Mm-hmm. And I mean, even in her video letter to Charlotte, she kind of pauses because she's like, she kind of knows in her head this can be edited out later. So I'm just going to be myself with Bing, kind of forgetting the cameras there, which I feel like is the only way. It's like it's like those scientists who like set up cameras in the wilderness. They like strap them to elephants, and like eventually the animals just stop paying attention to it. Yeah, it's like that. Like that's how you get the real Jane Bennett in action. It's mm-hmm. just sort of she has to not feel like she's on. They're having a great time being super cute together, and then Lizzie walks in, ruins their moment. Yeah, <laughs> typical. Do not come visit. This is a plague house, and Lord only knows what will befall you if you darken our door. Hey, Jane. Oh. Hey, uh, hey, the airline says dinner's in five minutes and wanted to know if you were coming down. Lizzie, run. Save yourself. And then she airs it on the internet. I know. Didn't she learn her lesson before about 
invading people's privacy. She not only is talking about Bingley, she just completely puts him out there on the internet without his consent, without, like, signing a release form. That's kind of messed up because you have to do that in real life. You have to, I mean, it's not illegal to put someone's image on the internet, but it's frowned upon. Yeah. And she's a guest in his home. She's depend like, the family, to her face, has been very nice to her. And she just goes and airs a very private moment of his on the internet after she just had this fear struck into her heart from caroline yeah stupid lizzie's smart but she's so stupid it's maybe been a day since she's talked to caroline i know it's like definitely in the same week yeah back to old habits she shouldn't have forgotten about it that soon i know now going into comments for episode 27 first comment by the emily pad 201 who says first Never heard that one before. (laughs) Lady Marmalade says, Is that Bing I can see in the preview of the next episode? Yay! Honestly, these are so good. I love how everything is coming together. And the actress who plays Caroline is perfect. Beautiful, seemingly sincere, but out of that smile, you just know she's concocting some sneaky, venomous plan. That was a very articulate comment. I like it. Yes, a lot of the comments were mainly talking about how they could see Bing in the preview for the next episode and really were excited about that. But also Caroline. Caroline is, I think this comment captures her perfectly. She's beautiful, seemingly sincere, but she's also very sneaky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jessie Suki says, Caroline certainly does fit the evil is sexy trope, huh? Bing Lee appearing next is pretty cool, but I will let that happen in hyperventilate after. <laughs> For now, I would like to praise both the writing of these videos and Caroline's beauty. Evil is sexy trope. I guess we do see that in TV and movies. She's our femme fatale. Yes. Random Ruru says, after listening to Lizzie adamantly and quite loudly complain about Darcy, I'm wondering whether the walls of Netherfield are as thin as the ones back home. I feel like Caroline must be in, like, the south wing of their home, and, like, I don't know how big this house is, but Caroline was close by and trying to hear Lizzie. She was trying to catch Lizzie, probably, recording a video. See, the thing is, this is a big house. It's been noted that they're in a guest wing. Yes. So I imagine Caroline outside the door with a glass pressed against the door. Yeah, there's no way I don't think that Caroline would have just randomly happened to come across this it was something very purposeful and something she was seeking to catch lizzie in caroline is a lot of things but random is not one of them no oh look at this next comment i'm excited to hear from this person i guess this is when i really started commenting on videos Mm -hmm. probably when i caught up it's weird because looking back i don't remember commenting but clearly (laughs) clearly i did there's proof uh in this comment when i said (laughs) Was not expecting Caroline to walk into the room, but so great. Another great episode. Great writing. Great, great, great. I'm mocking myself because, <laughs> like, I can. Are you just, like, mad at younger Yolanda? Yes. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. So fangirling. Jumping into comments from episode 28. The first one is from By Cabernado, who says, Yay! Next comment by 29ducks, who's a friend of mine, Farah. Hey, Farah. We heard about Farah last week. Yeah. From VidCon. <laughs> I think this comment really encapsulated many of the comments about this episode. She says, Gah! They are so perfect! <laughs> it's 
not a lie. That was a lot of, there was a lot of fangirling in the comments. Oh my gosh. Well, that's what the comments are for. It's Radish Time says, was I the only person who had to scroll down and read the comments while this was playing because watching them was so cute that I couldn't physically handle it? Like it was so cute, it made me a little uncomfortable. Not that that's a bad thing. Just gonna hang out down here until they chill out already with the way that they are looking at each other. It is an intimate interaction between them. And it feels like you are intruding, but you can't look away. So. Oh, yeah. Like, the fangirls took advantage. Oh, yes. And Lizzie, and Lizzie took advantage yeah. for the views. <laughs> yup. Stevie, insert last name here, says, That was so cute. And Bing is really hot. And I'm just wondering, if Bing saw these, why would he get mad? So Lizzie said a few judgmental things about him before she knew him. So what, right? Hmm. Right? I mean, I'm trying to think if it were me. I think I wouldn't, I mean, I definitely wouldn't be thrilled. I wouldn't be like, oh, Lizzie, why didn't you tell me about this sooner? It would be more like, oh, I I would have liked to have known that you were discussing me on the internet. Yeah. You know, just like a heads up, you know. I think right now where their relationship is, it may have caused a bit of a divide between them because it's like, so your sister is making videos about me and your relationship, our relationship. Mm -hmm. That's kind of weird, isn't it? Mm -hmm. But also, I don't know. We don't know Bing well enough to be like, is he the kind of guy who would be like, shut it down? Or is he going to be the kind of guy who's like, um, sure, I guess. (laughs) Like, that's okay. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I love this. You commented twice so on this video. I commented video. twice on this video. No, no, no. I'm going to do my best Yolanda impression oh, gosh. here. Yolanda says, oh my goodness. Excuse me while I watch this at least five more times. Looks like in the next episode, Bing thinks Lizzie is recording another message for Charlotte. Eek! I don't even know how to do an over-the-top impression of you. I know. I can't be done. I remember... Because we only got two episodes a week, people would really rely on the preview for the next episode to know what was happening. It would get down to, like, trying to read their lips to see, like, what they were saying. Like, did they say Darcy? Did they, I think they said Darcy. So. The thumbnail was everything. The thumbnail was everything. And then I commented again. What'd you say, Yolanda? <laughs> like, probably, like, an hour later after that first <laughs> comment. Because I was refreshing and watching it so many times. I said, I've watched this so many times. <laughs> this is still adorable. Jane, you're so lucky to have Bing. Oh my gosh, we're one of those fans who oh, were, you was you were I, talking to I was Jane. talking to Jane. Laura Spencer, oh help. My gosh. <laughs> this is great. I love it. And I love how in both of these comments, which, you know, probably were posted within an hour of each other, yeah. you just mentioned that you keep watching it. Like I know. Of this like of the thousands of views, like half of them are you. Probably. <laughs> honestly, probably. What a fangirl. Jeez, grow up. I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, Yolanda. Gosh, what's wrong with you? Why don't you just marry the Lizzie Benetire? (laughs) Why don't you just grow up and start a podcast about it? Oh, wait. Oh. (laughs) See, it pays off. Yeah, there you go. I guess then we'll just be expecting a comment from me on every video now. I don't know. But stay tuned to find out. I mean, honestly, even in a boring episode, I look forward to recording this podcast every week. But I'm really looking forward to it now because we're chugging ahead. Yeah. There's still the rest of the Netherfield stay. There's some Darcy interactions coming up. Um, there are some <sighs> things that will be exposed and brought to light. 
and I'm I'm excited for all of it. We're really getting into it now. Like, oh yeah, it's really gonna start to pick up with plot wise. The most dramatic season that the Lizzie Bennet Diaries <laughs> ever. Thanks again, everyone, for joining us on another episode of the Pemberley Podcast. As always, you can keep up with us on social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pemberley. Feel free to send us your comments, questions, concerns at thepemberleypodcast at gmail.com. And you can keep up with these episodes and any references we make on our WordPress page, thepemberleypodcast.wordpress.com. And just to mention it again, if you'd like to support the podcast, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash thepemberley. Thanks again for listening. Bye. Bye.